Welcome to Wake Forest University Department of Counseling podcast. I'm Dr. Bob Nations, and with me... Dr. Shannon Warden. And Bob, we've got Dr. Rob Cazares with us today. I mean, Rob, I just want to say it, you're one of our favorite guests. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm happy to be here. I appreciate it. Don't tell the other department members that. We'll keep that a secret. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas, today we're going to talk a little bit about... um, student involvement, student uh, professional development. This is something pretty exciting, uh, Rob, to see. I've got Rob and Bob. I've got Rob and Bob with me. I'm going to have to get over that. Y'all are apparently over it, but I'm not over it yet, Rob and Bob. But y'all, we're talking about uh, just student involvement and uh, how it is as a department. We're trying to get students involved already uh, during their training with us so that they're prepared to be active in the profession uh, after their training. Absolutely. Yeah, I think about uh, for those incoming students on campus, but even online, uh, that from the very beginning, they're taking the research course with Dr. Seth Hayden. And uh, part of that course and its uh, requirements is that you're developing, um, you know, like a literature review and um, essentially what would be considered a poster presentation for uh, a professional conference. And so immediately after uh, that course, you're ready to submit a proposal to Um, something like the American Counseling Association Conference, which we just had last month in Atlanta. And I know several of our uh, second-year on-campus students presented those topics that they developed in their first semester as a graduate student. So immediately off the bat, you're getting that mentorship, you're getting that instruction, uh, and kind of that demystifying of that process. I know I mentioned to you all before the show that when I was a student, I remember thinking like, oh, you know, delivering a professional presentation, that's something for my professors. That's something that I'm not going to maybe ever do. And it wasn't until I was a, a doctoral student that I actually took that first step and thought like, oh, this, this is a, a rigorous process. It's challenging, but it's doable. And yeah. then once I did it the first time in collaboration with a professor, I thought, oh, I can do this on my own. And one thing I really appreciated as a new faculty member in this department is seeing how that demystification process happens almost immediately for our students, and they're just getting out in the field and, and doing good work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We... Um, it's hard to say we expect it, but we kind of expect it. You know, it's not like a, oh, you better, everybody better do this. I think some students do more naturally gravitate mm-hmm. um, to uh, professional presentations, be it a poster presentation or an actual uh, seminar or, or table, round table type of format. Um, some more naturally gravitate to that. but So we don't exactly expect it, but I think... By and large, there are many students who naturally do gravitate. And then also, Rob, as you're saying, they feel the invitation to do that. And um, there are a lot of opportunities, Bob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're, we're intentional about that as faculty. Um, and uh, just a quick thing about attending conferences and seeing the poster presentations. It's real exciting now to see our Wake Forest students, uh, such a volume of, of presentations now with our online and our on-campus students. It's just been really nice to go to a, a conference, a national conference, a state conference, right. and see our students there with the poster oh, presentations. Yeah. It's just really, really nice to see that. Yes, but, but there's opportunities for them to, uh, our students, to uh, do a presentation with us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll we'll recognize an interest they have or they'll come to us and hear that we're interested in doing something, and so we'll collaborate and work together with a, with a presentation. So there's, there's some great opportunities there. Yeah, I think many of the faculty just go ahead and extend that invitation mm-hmm. to the students. If you are interested, right, I'm, I'm working on this or I'm going to be presenting on this, um, and so you'll 
typically experience invitation from the faculty even to get involved with presentations. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's safe because you've got, Rob, as you were saying, kind of the, the nerves may be there for many and maybe even most students. But to do that with a faculty member so that maybe you're one of two students or three students sometimes with the faculty member, it's a great um, training opportunity, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, as I said earlier, being a new faculty member, I've been so impressed this year with just the generosity yeah. and the collaborative nature of everyone in the department, um, both with one another and with the students that, um, you know, sometimes I would think of like, you know, life in academia and people being very precious or protective over kind of their stuff. Yeah. But, you know, in the department, um, you know, professors are very uh, eager and open to collaborating with mm-hmm. students as um, part of that, like, you know, paying it forward of wanting to help kind of nurture and mentor the next generation of counselors or counselor educators. Um, but then even amongst ourselves, you know, we have a conference coming up uh, in Myrtle Beach in a couple months that, you know, we're all going to collaborate uh, mm-hmm. on a presentation about podcasting that yeah. just yes. kind of came naturally <laughs> out of our work together. Yeah, it really did. Maybe we can share this podcast. We had not thought about that prior, but. You know, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But this was, you know, I hadn't thought about that before this moment. Right, we're going to do that together. And um, that's something, Rob, I know you're in particular interested in is just the study of podcasts. And to your even bigger point there, of how do we get the message out? How do we get helpful messages in general out about um, relationships, about healing and uh, about hope and that kind of thing? And so we're encouraging students. We're giving them opportunities we're modeling for them. Uh, many of us present on a regular basis, and so we're modeling in that way so that they can uh, both learn. And so what you're, the students are here for primarily is to learn this, the skill and the art of, of counseling, of professional counseling, but then also to be able to carry those uh, that learning forward into into their community or into the professional circles. Um, it, it's just it's pretty exciting. I think that's a surprise um, uh, benefit for many students. They find out, oh, you know, I didn't know this was going to be possible, uh, but it, it does. With seeing it and being invited to do it as well, having the opportunities to do it, they end up uh, realizing, you know, that they can do it, number one, and that it actually serves a great benefit in the professional community to be able uh, to uh, learn and then share that learning, that uh, knowledge sharing, I suppose, is what we're talking about, being able to do that, uh, getting excited about it and being able to do it well even. We're actually uh, looking here at a list of students who have uh, recently participated in professional development activities uh, through the uh, larger profession of counseling. And um, Rob, you you were sharing here, Anna Ayers just won the Richter Scholarship. She's going to be, that's going to help fund some travel and independent research uh, for her summer studies. That's pretty amazing. And that's about, right, that's exactly what we're talking about is putting herself out there um, to, uh, for one, just to be known. This is what I'm interested in. This is what I'm training in. And uh, and then she's going to get the added benefit of some funds. I don't know anybody who cannot use extra funds uh, so that she can go and learn more. Yeah, I think that's a, a tremendous accomplishment. Certainly we want to you know congratulate her. Um, you know, as we've been saying, that there are those opportunities for us as faculty members to see potential in you and to kind of push you, um, you know, to participate in some of those things. But there are also so many great opportunities and resources available to both our on-campus and online students mm-hmm. that if you want to push beyond what's even being offered to you and say, you know, here's research that I'm interested in, here's something that I'd like to do over the summer, yeah. you know, we have an example of a student who's going to get funding to pursue her own research, which mm-hmm. is incredibly exciting it is um we're also talking about felix morton rob you want to just give a shout out here to felix for his accomplishments yeah so one of our on-campus students felix morton the fourth 
uh, was recently named by NBCC, the National Board of Certified Counselors, uh, you know, up the road in Greensboro, yep. uh, as a minority fellow. And that's uh, a scholarship that's uh, awarded each year to master's level and doctoral students who've uh, demonstrated a commitment to wanting to work with um, rural populations, with uh, mm -hmm. underrepresented minority populations, uh, and give back to communities, um, you know, through reduced fee or sliding scale counseling services. Uh, and really get out into those areas where there's a great need for uh, mental health services, but maybe because it is rural, there aren't a lot of counselors. So we want to recognize uh, Felix Morton for that. Uh, and then, you know, we have one more. Yeah, we were um, excited for Denise Whetstone. Uh, Bob, I think you know Denise and um, know of her. So she recently was honored because of her activities in the profession. Mm -hmm. She got honorable mention in the American Counseling Association. There was an essay competition. Um, her topic was tomorrow's counselors. Uh, mm. So we're, we're excited and very proud of Denise, yeah. too. And that's one of our online students getting that honor. It's awesome. And we are seeing this both with our campus and our online students, that activity, just, which it, it does. It requires extra effort. And I know, you know students have limited time, mm -hmm. and they're typically balancing so many uh, demands of, of life but um, you know Rob to your point you know it, to even know that this is possible and to know that you've got faculty support um, that if, even as busy as a student can be that still opens up maybe gets the wheels turning oh know, yeah absolutely about what po what's possible for me yeah and and one thing that I thinking back to my time as a student which was not too long ago always found so enlightening in my mentorship is um, to see professors going through some of those things that I knew as an aspiring counselor educator I would eventually need to face that maybe I was afraid of. And to see them say, like, oh, you know, this is still challenging for me. Or, you know, sometimes, like, you know, I, I'm trying to write or develop a proposal and it's just like the wheels are turning, but I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. And sometimes it can be frustrating. And, to you know, for me, wanting to provide that for the students as well, like, you know, so many of our faculty, all of our faculty are so accomplished and reputable and have such um, impressive resumes. But, you know, to see the behind the scenes for our students to see like the hard work that goes into it, that yeah. it's not effortless, right. that it's not without its own, you know, struggles or challenges or setbacks, that we're all, you know, kind of in process, working to improve, working to do our best to kind of push the profession forward. Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of times the story is kind of like, you know, we're singing the successes of these students, but behind the scenes for the professors or for those students, it's a lot of hard work. It's, you know, maybe sometimes some tears, but that's part <laughs> of it in that, you know, we go through and it makes that accomplishment that much more uh, rich and, and meaningful because it was challenging. It wasn't um, just easy. Yeah, these are definitely labors of love and beginnings even. Well, I don't know if beginning is a fair word. Many times people, have, the students are coming in with uh, experiences or kind of a, a, a calling, um, and then that meets up with a fac one or more faculty who share that calling or, or you know, some similar passion there. And um, so it's not necessarily the beginning, but it's definitely a next level. Um, and so it's the hard work um, that, you know, if, as is the case, I think, for most meaningful outcomes is it does require that hard work. And um, and so, you know, busy as a student is, Bob, there are still, mm -hmm. you know, possibilities for them to um, build on experiences they've brought in. They'll build mm -hmm. on that training, looking for outlets, for platforms to be able to take the message further, the, you know, various um, learning and expertise that they're picking up. Rob, I love that you mentioned um, of Felix there, of that, of that um, NBCC Minority um, Scholarship. 
that it's reaching rural populations. Um, and, and that's one of many, but I, that caught my ear because that's a great example mm-hmm. of how we have the wonderful benefit of learning. And, um, you know, it's sometimes, right, a student gets caught up in that. I'm so busy, but wow, what a, what a reframe that is to think. But, um, yes, I'm busy, and this is a gift. This is a gift that I get to be here. It's a gift that I get to carry my learning beyond this, these walls, beyond mm-hmm. my program. And so, student, if you're hearing that, you're like, yeah, right, Dr. Warden, gift. <laughs> I hear you. But it's true. I think, I think if, um, you know, if, if once, especially as you kind of, and Rob, you said this as, as, um, you know, you you all of a sudden it weren't the student and the full time employee and the this and the this. You know, once school kind of settles down a little bit, once your training settles down and, and you're moving forward, then maybe you're able to celebrate a little bit more. But um, while even while in the program, but but beyond as well, that you know there is celebration of being able to learn and, and you know present professionally. And I say present, write, present, uh, be part of research teams. There are a lot of uh, again, possibilities on how students can get involved. Mm-hmm. And I think of, you know, what we do at times, I, I believe it as an honorable profession, um, where like our Wake Forest motto is pro humanitate, in service to humanity. And I see a way that our students and faculty um, advance our profession and give of service to our profession by this engagement, this involvement as well. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a very honorable thing that lives out our motto. And that's just something I was, as we were talking, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. That's really nice. It is. I, I actually encourage students in most any of their projects. And Rob, you mentioned um, the research class and that, that kind of being a built-in opportunity for you know what we're talking about today. Um, but also just in any of their classes, in their papers, I encourage them to, you know, uh, as, as best they can across classes, right around the same topic. You know, um, if you're interested in counseling with cancer patients, for example, then you might in research do one project on the, you know, the literature review. And, and then maybe you're the, in the assessment class and you're studying a couple of assessments that are often used with caregivers of cancer patients or with care or with cancer patients themselves. Um, so across classes, uh, and then using those projects as part of their resume, right? So that when they go to right. apply for jobs, they can say, here's what exactly. I've been studying. Here, here are some papers I've written on this. Oh, and by the way, I presented this poster at such and such conference, right? It, it um, all of a sudden becomes a great marketing tool as well to, to then connect with other people outside of the program who are not only interested in the same topic, but are going to employ you Mm-hmm. pay you money uh, to, to do that work. Oh, yeah. I've certainly found that approach to be uh, incredibly meaningful for my students. I always try and, uh, like in my internship class, for example, I was supervising um, school counseling uh, interns. And so, you know, every time we would develop uh, worksheets or, you know, look at data, I'd always say, you know, I want you to create things being future focused. You know, yeah. I want you to develop things not just because they're going to meet an assignment where I can evaluate your competency and your progression, but what are those things that you feel like are going to be of future use to you? And really seeing the students um, put in that time and effort to something that was meaningful in and of itself as a learning experience, but took on greater meaning. And I really saw the quality of care that they would put into it because they knew that it would be of use down mm-hmm. the line. And that's another thing I feel like our students can speak to as they go into jobs. You know, is uh, there's such a great need for school counselors uh, that you know someone can go in and say, you know, here have been my experiences. 
And then here are the things that I've developed, showing that initiative, showing that ability to think critically and evaluate systemically within um, the school context. Uh, I just think that's a, another uh, added layer of the experience that we try to provide for our students that makes, her, makes them so marketable out there uh, as they look for jobs. I love that, Rob. And, and two students, both current and future students, um, you are going to be leaders in the field. Oh, absolutely. Right? Exactly. The, the hirers, right? The employers of other counselors at some point and the um, generators of initiative and ideas in the communities. And so um, I love uh, this. That's really, I think, a theme here is practical. We're thinking practically. We invite students to think practically. Um, to look for how they can both um, steep themselves in the learning process, but then be preparing all the all the while um, to give that learning away. Um, and so either as leaders in the field or as um, employers, as community partners, um, there's just counseling. Well, we're obviously we're, we're super biased. We love counseling and mm-hmm. we, we really do not only from our own bias, but just um, from, I think a real world standpoint, see the, the benefit, the multiple benefits in counseling and the uh, great message, the great um, information to be able to get out there and share in the communities. And to, and to build on what you were saying, mm-hmm. uh, just last week I had my last internship class with uh, my students and uh, for full transparency, this on-campus uh, school counseling internship class had two students. So as you can imagine, uh, they got a lot of attention yeah. and we mm-hmm. became very close. Mm-hmm. And the time goes by in a blink of an eye. So you say, yeah. you know, they're the future of the profession. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool on the last day to kind of say to them, it's not that, you know, being a professional is on the horizon. It's like you've become a professional. And to share that experience of them of, um, you know, we've certainly learned from one another and I've tried to do my best to be um, an effective instructor for them. But then now to become colleagues that, you know, we're all collaborating as colleagues, mm-hmm. uh, former students, professor, now just as counselors working in the profession to try and do that good work, to go out and meet those needs, to be leaders and innovators and meet those challenges. It's just so exciting. Mm. I love it. It's good. Bob, that's what we're doing here. It is. We've got these programs. You know, we're proud of them. We, we invite students regularly to just check us out on the website. Um, Department of Counseling, Wake Forest University. They're going to see that we offer a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling, a master's in school counseling, and a master's in human services. Correct. We offer yeah. the um, the um, clinical mental health in the school um, online and on campus, and then we offer the human services online only. Yes. So, uh, listener, check us check us out on the website and the internet. And um, y'all, this has been fun. I love talking with y'all. Always enjoy. Likewise. Yes. All right, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you.